Hello. Episode 10 of Murder Ooh. Happy Hour. I feel like if we had some merch, this would be the time to give it out, but we don't have any. No, we don't. So. Maybe at episode 20. How about, like, you just get to keep listening to us. Yeah. That's your prize. Woohoo. Let's do it. Yeah, I don't know. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram if you haven't, and let us know what you think. And Yeah, we've had some really good feedback we lately, have. and it's so nice. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's so nice thanks. to get, and keep the suggestions coming. We yes. like to hear them. We have, actually, today's is a listener suggestion. Yeah, so. I don't remember. Who was this? Who? Well, do we want to say? Do we say who's suggesting Sure. It? Lacey. Hi, Lacey. Hey, Lacey. Thanks for the suggestion on this one. We're doing it. We're and this, really doing it, Harry. This one, so, you know, we've kind of said we're staying away from yes. local. Um, this is probably as local as we're going to get. It mm-hmm. did happen in North Dakota, which is where we are. Um, but it also happened in 1920. Yeah. So we thought we were... Yeah, maybe this is the time to mention that, too, like, um, the Tommy Beerson case, stuff like that. We love that stuff. We're here for it. We talk about it. We talk about it all the time, but, like, we just ourselves are not going to cover that. We both kind of want to stay out of those ones that there's still probably a killer on the loose. Yeah. And we have, it's not just us. It's we have families and we want to protect them, so we're yeah. just kind of staying out of that for now. We don't want to put ourselves into something. <laughs> we some don't want to say something that's going to have somebody coming after us. Yes. So at this time, <laughs> yeah, we're happy to talk to you about it in person. Yeah. We love this like, is what we're all about. We can br- like we'll grab a bottle of wine and mm-hmm. we'll chat whatever case you want to chat. But yes, we're just staying away from it on here. But today we're. We're, we're going to Turtle Lake, North Dakota, which isn't super far from where we live, um, but it happened in April of 1920, so everybody is long gone by now. I'm sure there's some family still out there, but... Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's the one person has yeah. passed away, but I'm sure maybe some of her descendants exactly. are still around. But anyway, so we're discussing... The case of the Wolf family murders, um, as they're called, the murdered family. Yes. Um, and so it is about Jacob Wolf and his family. Um, he was a German from Russia who came over to the U.S. Um, and settled in North Dakota to farm, as many, many immigrants did back back in that time. He was actually one of the most successful um, farmers in the area. He had, I think, a big farm mm-hmm. at the time. Um, was People said he was hardworking, um, innovative. Frugal. Yep. Um, so he had no real enemies, although, and we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get into it, but he was kind of fighting with one of his neighbors. Mm-hmm. And so there was just some, like, drama going on there. His cows were on his land, or were on Jacob's land, and Jacob's dog bit his cow. Yeah, like, I mean, just (laughs) probably typical drama back in 1920s farming, I guess. But, so, John, or no, not John, oh my god. Okay. Just gather myself here really quick. Get it together here. Get it together. I have another swig here. (laughs) So fresh. Very fresh. John Jacob Jingle Management. <laughs> <laughs> that song keeps making 
an appearance. Didn't we talk about that in another episode, too? Did we? Mm-mm. I don't remember. Um, what was his name? That This is going nowhere. The one name that I just had to keep saying. Oh, um, oh gosh, what was his name? It was Bo, Bo but what was... Bobaday. Severin Severin John Bobaday. Yeah. In the Kitty Cabin. Mm-hmm. Kitty Cabin Murders. Took me a long time, but we got there, guys. <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. All right. And we're back to the case here. Okay. So, um, one day, um, Jacob Wolf's neighbor, John Kraft, stopped by the Wolf Farm. He was had drove by or was nearby or mm-hmm. something and noticed that the laundry was hanging on the line, and it hadn't been touched for a couple days. And it was a rainy, soggy day, one of the news articles said. <laughs> soggy day. That's never a good day. It's nasty. Sounds nasty. A soggy, soggy day. day. Ooh, it makes me think of, like, wet chips. Ugh. Ew. Ugh. I know. Gross. Mo- moist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I did read in a different article, too, um, that, like, there was another story saying that he didn't show up. And I don't know if it was the same neighbor or a different neighbor, but he was supposed to pick up a piece of equipment that he had borrowed oh. and he didn't show up. So I don't know if it was kind of one or both mm-hmm. of these things. But either way, um, John went over to the farm and kind of saw some fishy stuff. So he noticed that the barn door was um, slightly propped open. And so he went in and he what he found, I don't think he Ooh. was hoping to find that day. Um Half covered in dirt and hay was the body of Jacob Wolf and two of his daughters, Maria and Edna. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he was freaking out at this point and he went into the house and he found five more bodies mm-hmm. in the basement cellar. Yes, it was Jacob, his wife, and then I believe there was five daughters, six daughters. There, and a higher, Six daughters. Yeah. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Six daughters. Five were dead. Yep. And then also the hired man, Jacob Hofer. Yep. A young, young little yeah, neighbor boy. Yeah, I think he boy. was like 13 or 14. Poor little guy. I know. Um, so the last daughter, uh, or his youngest daughter, baby Emma, who was eight months old, she was found in a bedroom alive. Um, mm-hmm. She'd been left alone for... Two days. Yeah, they said at least a day. She was cold and yeah, hungry. Yeah, she was hungry and she was crying. Um, and so this neighbor, John, he reported the crime. Um, and Sheriff Stefferud, who was on his way to Bismarck, which is um, <laughs> probably the closest big city Major to Major city. Yeah, where Turtle is Lake. Turtle Lake located? Oh, gosh. That's a great question. Let's Google map it real quick. I looked it up, but... I don't know if I've ever been to Turtle Lake. No, I know. I kind of thought, like, we should take a little road trip to the grave site. You know, like that find a grave or whatever? Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, we should take a road trip. But it's, a, it's like, three hours from here, and we just prefer to sit in the basement instead. Mm-hmm. So Turtle Lake... Forever um, maybe around there, maybe, yeah. but... So, um, if you're... It's, like, kind of in the central part of the state. If you're familiar with North Dakota, um, it's north of Bismarck a little ways. Yeah. That's kind of it. Our state is, like, a big rectangle, and it's kind of in, like, the (laughs) mid, maybe a little bit north part of the state. Um, But, yeah, so Sheriff Stefferud, who was on his way to Bismarck, came back. 
um, to investigate the crime, and they found some of the evidence that I have notes on here. The phone lines were cut. Oh. Um, there was a pool of blood in the kitchen, <clears throat> and there was bloody clothes. Like, it almost looked like somebody had tried to clean up oh, tried the to. blood mm-hmm. with the clothes. And I don't know whose clothes they were. Yeah, they did. Or where they the There's from, not a, like, ton of stuff out there about this case just because it's from so long ago. Like, most of the stuff that I read is very, like, newsy. Like, yeah. and then. Yeah, like, it's very, like, storyline. The horror. Yeah, like, you would totally expect from, like, a 1920s. Yes. Like, you expect, like, a guy in a top hat smoking a cigarette being, like, yeah. Did you hear on the news? Like, it's just very... Yes. I don't know, yeah. And it's very one-sided. Like, it's... Here's the storyline, because I think... I mean, media today is so different than it was... Yes, for sure. ...back then. And I also read something, actually, that they think that possibly baby Emma was fed and changed after the murders. Oh. Interesting. Possibly. I mean, obviously, she can't tell you, but... No, she doesn't remember. Thank God. The lone, lone survivor. Poor yeah, little baby Emma. Little baby Emma. Um, so the sheriff decided, which I thought this was like an interesting investigative tactic, but whatever. He decided to spend the night at the Wolf House. Yeah, with a couple neighbors. Yep. Um, and the bodies were still there. Yep, they, they couldn't take them away until they were done investigating. Yep. So he was just hanging out. Just hanging out with the dead bodies, um, hoping that the killer would return to the scene of the crime. And so at five, so they were there all night, nothing really happened. Um, 5.30 a.m., um, the neighbors left to go get breakfast, and then the sheriff was there alone. Um, the sheriff called after him, bring me back some breakfast and coffee. <laughs> that very, was on the story. Very important note in the story, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. Have coffee. I, you know, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so then a car came driving up, and the man got out of the car and walked around, and he obviously, like, didn't know that the sheriff was here. He thought Yeah, he thought was it was kind of, like, empty. Yep. Um, but the sheriff said hello, um, must have popped out of the house or whatever, um, and the The man, guy was trying to look in the window, the living room window. Yeah, like, he, and he kind of had, he's like, I don't, I just, I didn't live, I don't live too far from here, and I came by to help with farm work, and whatever. It's terrible. Like, yeah, like, it just was very, um, fishy, and so, like, the sheriff thought this was suspicious. And then one thing that I read was that this guy had his hand in his right pocket. Yes. And he would not move his hand out of his right pocket. Um, so they, like, hung around for a bit. Um, the guy was kind of, like, really eager and anxious, Mm -hmm. like, making comments about, like, wanting to catch the killer and whatever. Then they ate breakfast, because, you know. I mean, you gotta have your breakfast when you're hanging out with dead bodies. Gotta have a cup of coffee, that caffeine in the system. Um, so then they were looking around, and this guy suggested looking in the barn, and he was like... To go look for some eggs. Yeah. Like, why are you worried about... They were doing, like, searching. Like, yes. why are you looking for chicken eggs while you're searching? Right. Like, what are Strange. you doing? And why are you, like, help... Like, I don't think that's standard procedure to be like, I'm no. going to help the cops with the investigation here. Absolutely not. Um, But when he was in the barn looking for eggs, he, quote, found these shotgun shells. Surprisingly. And now his hand had been removed from his pocket. A miracle. (laughs) Just so strange, you know. Um, And they had already 
looked in the barn and they had looked in the hay, I guess. I mean, I think the sheriff and these people had already investigated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So this man who had came to the farm, his name is Henry Lair. And Henry is the neighbor that Jacob Wolf was having all Mm -hmm. these... um, The cow and dog were fighting. Yeah, they were having the, (laughs) the issues with... Yeah, so he was also a Russian immigrant. Um, He came over to North Dakota when he was younger with his parents. Um, He farmed near the wolf farm. Jacob had told people previously that if something happened to him, it was probably this neighbor, and he was scared for his life. Yeah. Like, Like, I just don't know how this escalated from, like, your dog bit my cow and my cow walked on your land to murder Right. Like, how can you get in that big of a brawl about it? Right. Like, I can see, I don't know, even, like, doing something to the dog or, like, threat. But, like, all of a sudden you're murdering an entire family? (laughs) I just don't get it. Yeah, I kind of lost on me. Um, So they were suspicious of Henry Lair, but they didn't um, arrest him right away. Um, There were, they they questioned multiple people, um verifying alibis, posted rewards. They never really mentioned any of the other people. They said at Mm-mm. one point that two men were arrested and yeah. released, and I have no idea who these men were. I couldn't find any information on it. Um, and I, a young teenager walking by the lake also was tied up, I believe I read, that they like tied him up and waited for the police to come. Interesting. They were real real fierce I about this. Yeah, just like a lot of weird things that I think maybe even got a little brushed under the rug, but... Um, so they found the murder weapon. It was in, like, a pond nearby the farm. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't... Yeah. But they couldn't verify the ownership of it. Like, they couldn't find any record of it, or... Mm-hmm. They yeah. traced it back to the manufacturer and couldn't find anything. So then, a few days later, they had the funeral. So they had this mass funeral for all eight... Um, family members. Family members and the one hired hand... I want to say they said that the town had, like, 400-some people at that time, and there was 3,500 people yeah, at the funeral. Yeah, it was huge. Like, people came from everywhere, which, I mean, I suppose you would. It's kind yeah. of a crazy, like, crazy. tragedy. Yeah. yeah, just crazy. Even, like, even that morning when they were investigating, there was, like, hundreds of people mm-hmm. around the farm. Like, media investigators, like, gathered there, and just kind of crazy. But... So, um, they said that at the funeral, Henry Lair was, like, super weird and awkward about wanting to see the bodies, and was, like, looking... caskets. Yeah, yeah. and was, like, opening the caskets, (laughs) or, I don't know, there was, like, conflicting (laughs) articles saying that the caskets were already open, because that was, like, their religion, like, Mm -hmm. even though the bodies were really damaged, they still, like, wanted an open casket, but he was, like, weirdly looking at the bodies, and... And, like, staring at them. Yeah, and... I don't know. It just, like, that's one of those things where I'm like, well, could that just be, like, an exaggerated rumor? Mm-hmm. Or, like, was he being a total creep weird about it? Yeah. So, he um, was eventually arrested on May 13th, and it was based on entirely... Hi, <laughs> Alice. It was um, based entirely on circumstantial evidence. They didn't have any physical evidence um, on Henry at that point. And he was questioned, and he maintained his innocence. Um, and he was... And it, they were, like, hardcore questioning him. Yeah, like, they were... 
um, well, Henry himself said that they were, like, threatening him and mm-hmm. beating him and, like, not letting him sit Yelling down and, then, like, yeah. making him stand till he was dizzy and all this stuff. Um, so, originally, Henry's story was he had told them about this cow-dog situation, drama, whatever. Um, so, he said that he went to Jacob's farm to confront him about the situation, which I think it happened, like, months prior. Yeah, like, so, it was, but, but he was just real mad and wanted Jacob to pay for his cow's injuries. <laughs> <laughs> which I think, I think the cow was fine. I read somewhere that, like, they actually sold the cow for a decent price. Oh, I'm like, sure. I'm sure the cow probably kicked the dog, probably injured the dog more well, than. Well, maybe if your cow wasn't on his land, your <laughs> dog wouldn't have dog. to bite it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it just seems like like really petty but whatever um so he told them about that um said he went to confront him and jacob you know told him to get off his farm and when he didn't uh he went and got his shotgun and wolf and layer fought (laughs) 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 she can't protect herself (laughs) get out of here well, Amber's cat Alice was trying to attack me. Tell your, I don't, tell I don't your dad know to she, feed you. I don't know if she was so much trying to attack me as love, love up on me, her. But she was like nose to nose with me. <laughs> she was just needy. That's okay. I don't mind her. You're sassy. Okay, you're ruining your podcast. Quit talking. <laughs> no more talking. Um, Shh. This is exactly why we don't record at my house, Alice. Because of the children. <laughs> my children are loud as well. <laughs> Um, so Wolf got his shotgun out um, to scare Henry Lair off his land. They ended up fighting over it, and Henry said that it accidentally went off twice, <laughs> killing Wolf's wife and the farmhand Jake. Well, I don't know about you, but boom, I yeah, like boom. I don't think a accidental like maybe one accidental yeah. shot, but two killing yeah. them. It seems it a little seems, fishy, yeah. fishy. So. Jacob obviously was like scared off, so he ran away because he didn't have the gun. At mm-hmm. this point, Henry had the gun. Um, and then Henry dug around in Jacob's drawers, found more ammo, and shot Wolf in the back. And then once again at close range. And, and um, Jacob Wolf's two of his little girls were chasing him, mm-hmm. screaming, and the other one stayed in the house. Like, no offense, Jacob Wolf, but, like, you weren't going to protect your kids? You were just running? Running away. Like, I can imagine. Maybe he like, was running I for think, a different gun or something? I don't know what he was doing. It just, yeah, it just says that he ran away, and then the girls were, like, running and screaming. And so these girls were killed with the gun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Henry went inside, and he killed the other two with the gun and one with the hatchet. Yep, and the only one that... He didn't kill was baby Emma, and he said he didn't because he never went in that room. Otherwise, he probably would have. Yeah, which is insane. But interesting that he finally gave this confession after they showed him pictures of baby, the baby Emma. Is that what it was mm-hmm. that he decided to tell? Yep, he cracked. Yeah, I just, I don't know, and I... There was, I don't know, there was some, like, inconsistencies, too, with his confession and some of the evidence. So, like, it says here that, or he said that the two sisters were killed while they were running. Mm -hmm. But it looked like they were actually killed in the barn. 
but he said he killed them and then moved them into the barn. Oh, okay. And then also I had mentioned earlier that there was only one pool of blood in the kitchen, so that showed that um, the ones killed in the house were probably killed in the cellar, but he said he killed them in the kitchen or put in the cellar. I don't think these are, like, huge, huge things, deals, but though. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I just thought it was weird to, like, how did he know where the shotgun shells were? Like, Yeah, like, just, digging around in somebody's drawers and yeah, just seems strange. And, like, if you're accidentally killing two people, why all of a sudden are you like, oh, now let I me just, just murder the family. Finish it up. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Their gravestone actually says the murdered family in German, German or Russian. Yeah. They're Russian-Germans, they're German-Russian. Yeah. <laughs> However, whichever way that works. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so that was his confession. His original statement was that he worked all day, had lunch, um, never left his property, and then he saw someone plowing Wolf's Fields earlier in the morning, didn't know who it was, um, was going to go to town, but his kid was sick, so he stayed home. Which, I mean, I guess seems mm-hmm. like... Legitimate. Good alibi, but... Um, so after this, he ended up pleading guilty to the crime mm-hmm. two days after his arrest um, and was imprisoned. And he said that he wanted the verdict that got him to prison the fastest. Uh, so the reason that he had said this was because the cops said that there was an angry mob outside. Oh, got it. Um, and, like, we're threatening to kill him. And they're like, if we let you out, like, they're going to kill you. Which, I mean, I don't know, back in the 20s, maybe that is what was going on. So he was scared for his life, and they were just like, you know, just plead guilty, you go to prison, and then, you know, Mm -hmm. you can appeal or whatever. I don't know, whatever story they gave him. So he did that, but that isn't how it turned out. So he ended up pleading guilty. He was sentenced to prison, and he actually ended up dying um, five years later after appendix surgery Mm -hmm. and four of his children were sent to an orphanage yeah um i don't know why like if the wife wasn't around like i don't know what i'm not yeah he was well he was married he had two children then he was divorced um and the kids stayed with the mom Mm -hmm. then he remarried divorced after he went to prison um so i don't know what happened to that yeah i'm not sure or whatever yeah um, and then one of his kids was killed in a farming accident not too long after two. And uh, the only survivor, so the only survivor, survivor, the only survivor, baby Emma Wolf, lived with relatives until adulthood. She eventually married and died at age 84 in 2003. So hopefully she had a semi decent yeah. life after that whole debacle. Yeah. She was a teacher. Was she? Yep. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, this was kind of a crazy story. Um, yes. Most of the articles were pretty, like, cut and dried. Like, Henry Layer is guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, he did it. Cut and dried. You know, he was convicted for it. Um, but there was some stories, too, that politics had a big... Oh, okay. Play in this, so I don't know all the um, all the details. Um, if you're interested, actually, I watched this video on YouTube um, from 
a site called Dark Matters, um, the Wolf Family Mystery, and we'll, we put all our sources up on our website if you're interested in looking at it, but they were talking about, like, all the politics um, that went into it, like, the sheriff and, I don't know, like, some governor trying to get elected oh, okay. or whatever, so they were, like, really... Um, they needed to get this case solved quickly and, like, have a win on get their it, side. Yeah, get it on there. Yeah. Get it off the books, basically. Yeah. So, like, they found this guy and was like, yep, he's good for it. And, you know, coaxed him into Confessing. confession. Yep. Um, but there's really no... If he didn't do it, there's really no... Like yeah, there's no other names that were put out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there are talk that they don't believe it could have been just one person, but if not... Like we said, if not Henry, then who? Exactly. Kind of an interesting little whodunit. It is, yeah. And it's one of those cases, like, it's never... I mean, there's... It is what it, it is. It is what it is, yeah. yeah. Nothing else is going to get looked into, and that's that. It's all she wrote. Yeah. So, kind of a fun little listener suggestion story for you. Please let us know if you guys have any suggestions of your own. Yeah, we like to... We put them in a list. Yep, we have a little list that we go off of. Mm-hmm. Eventually, we should note, too, we've had a lot of requests for, like, John Benet Ramsey, um, Biggie and Tupac, which, <laughs> if anybody who knows me well knows that's right up my alley. Um, who else? Ted Bundy. Yeah, like those, some of the bigger And we probably will at some point get into those, but... That'll probably be, like, a multi-episode sort of scenario. Yeah, we're, like, getting into our groove here. You know, episode 10, we're feeling pretty good, but... I think if we went back now and listened to episode 1, we'd probably be pretty embarrassed. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Like, so thanks for sticking with us. Israel Keys, I know we've gotten requests for that one. Someday, maybe... That one's a scary one. That one's crazy. If you haven't ever heard of Israel Keys, go look him up. That guy... Scares the living crap out of me. He's like what nightmares are made of. Oh, for sure. So we will probably at some point get into those, but just to let you know, we're not ignoring those suggestions. We just want to be able to do them justice when we get to that. We don't want to embarrass ourselves (laughs) for our wide audience. Yeah, our very, very large listener base. Not so bad, actually. It isn't so bad. It's larger than we thought it would be. I mean, we really, like... Did this for ourselves because we like talking about true crime, but it's very exciting that people actually want to listen to us. I like it. Yeah. So, until next time, guys, stay Stay safe safe and lock lock your freaking doors. doors. Bye. Bye.